Today's stop is that peches in Ksubis. That peches. We we really start from the last couple of words on Pesayin Mebeis, but just in case to refresh your memory, since you might be tired, um, <laughs> we'll look at the last ten lines on Pesayin Mebeis quickly. The Mishnah said Eidach Mei Refrodik. Mishnah talked about many cases where she has to make a shvu in order to collect the Ksuba. Meaning, what's going on over here? We're not talking about when they both agreed that he owes the Ksuba. He claims, I paid you the ksuba already. I paid you the 200. And she says, no, you didn't. So uh, she's got a piece of paper, though. She's got the ksuba. That's the star, right? That's all she needs. However, there are cases, the rabbi said, for different reasons, she should still have to make a shul. One is, for example, if she admits part of it's been paid. Or if one aide says, that the husband says, not only do I say I paid you, I have a witness here that says I paid you. That's what the mistress said. Wait a minute, isn't that a shvur d'arai? So the Gemara says, why are these, these seems to be shvurs rabbonan? You know, the rabbi said, okay, she should swear anyway. What's we, what are we talking about? It's about 10 lines from the bottom of Pezan and Bez. Why doesn't she have a legal? That? They, they, they both agree that, that she has a star, and he says he paid the thousand, and she says, no, you only paid me a hundred. And he says, legal, I could have said you didn't give me anything. Right, yeah, I could, so could have said you didn't give me anything. Uh, that why she could have said that, right? She could have said, but she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She could have said that. Believe her when she says that, because you're, it's a good point. She has I me. Mean, I could have said you didn't pay me anything, but is she such a Tamil Chacham? Normally, she's not a Tamil Chacham to know that, oh, if I would have said that, then I'm I'm I, I could have denied the whole thing and then I could have believed. You could always say that. Believe me when I say the, the, the Torah says, what's the classic case where you have to make a shvua? Guy says, you owe me $100, and you say, no, I already paid you $75, only $25. Torah says you have to make sure we learn how to pursue them, right? Migu could have said, I didn't pay you anything, right? Could have paid you anything. Ain't a chanami, there is such a migu. But in the case where you didn't pay anything, you still have to make sure assesses to Rabbonin. The rabbi still said that. You still have to make a shvua, even though you have a migu. But, you know, not everybody's that chacham to say, I've met a rice, I need it. But if I would have denied the whole thing, I wouldn't have anything. The rabbi said, put a shvua in anyway. See here, too. Could have had a migu, but the rabbi said, still, whenever there's a doubt, we're going to make make a shvua. In other words, we're not talking about so much a case of, uh, believe me when I say this, because I could have said that. We had that in cases, but there's usually something that strengthens that too, like we had a chazaka or something. She had a cheskashus in the case, which says, believe me when I say that um, uh, that uh, that I was raped, because I could have said uh, it was mukasei, something like that, right? But she still has something stronger with it too. So you're right, you have a migu over here, but the rabbi still said make uh, make a shvur. So in this case, where the husband says, I paid, and she says, no, I didn't get paid. And the husband says, I got a witness over here. Witness says, you get paid. So sabra that's the shvur daraisa, right? We have one aid, two aid him, two aid him come along and say that you haven't been paid, there's nothing that, 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 that you were paid, there's nothing to talk about. If two aid him say you were paid, there's nothing stronger than two aid him. One aid, oh, so that, isn't that a shvur daraisa? One aid makes you a shvur. One person can't One person can't make you chayev, whatever it is. Sin or really means payment or anything like that. Or to say that he's chayev miso, whatever the case is, one aid is not believed. If two people can require you to pay money, we had a similar Gemara in a different case. No, no, it's not a shvur that rice. Why? Every case where you swear in the Torah, it's to avoid payment. Another, right? You say I owe you hundred dollars. I say I've already paid you seventy-five. 
I've already, I've already paid you 75. And you say, no, I owe you the whole thing. I admit that I, uh, I admit that I owe you 25, but I say I paid the 75. So I swear that I paid the 75 to avoid payment. That's no, that's what, that's the shvur the raisa. Over here, she's swearing to collect uksuba, to swear and collect, not to avoid payment. So that's not a shvur the raisa. Vehinish bas want to tell us, and she swears in order to take money. Since a star uksuba is a star, and therefore it has a, there is an obligation. Uh, the lien goes even on on um, property on real estate. You don't swear in karka. That's a, that's a general rule. Yeah. So therefore, it's not a shvur the raisa. What is the shvur? If, if there's one aide who says, who, who defends the husband and says, yeah, you paid the whole thing. What is he, and that requires you, says the Mishnah, to make a shvur. It's not a shvur da raisa. Shvur da raisa, you don't swear on karka. And this is, involves karka because Iksuba can collect on karka. And number two, a shvur da raisa is always to swear to avoid payment, not to pay. Rabbi said, you're right. In other words, I think what Avram said is also good. Yeah, she has a migu too. If you want to say she's tamachachim, she could have said, I didn't pay you anything. But the rabbi said, in order to pacify the husband, you know, there's, a, there's make a shvu over here. Since there's some doubt in the matter. In a normal case, you would expect that, you know, he has to pay the ksuba. She says, I got the ksuba. He says, I didn't pay it. And they, they agree. But sometimes there's fights. We're talking about here, of course, a case where they're divorced, right? She collects the ksuba based on death or divorce, but over here he's arguing with her. She's alive. So therefore, be Mephias and let's just settle things up, make her make a shvur. Amra Papa, Papa says, listen to this. Remember, what's going on over here? He claims he's paid the whole ksuba and she's demanding it a second time. Now, what is he, what, what, what do we say? She should make a shvur that she hasn't collected the ksuba, right? We're not talking about a partial. We're talking about she's, I didn't get the ksuba. She has a star. She has a star. She has a star, but he has an aid. If he has... If, if it, agree, in a regular case, like Avram said, regular case, she has the ksuba. He says, I paid you already. And she says, no, you didn't pay me at all. That's all she needs is a star. She has a star, it's an IOU. The ksuba is really an IOU. But if Mishnah said in certain cases where they've already admitted that she got paid partially, there's some question over here, let her make a shvua. Over here, oh, the husband has one witness, let her make a shvua. Now, from the husband's point of view, what's gonna happen now? She's gonna make a shvua that she hasn't collected her Ksuba. And what's going to happen? He's going to pay her again. He has to pay her again. So according to the, the way the husband's point of view, we don't know who's telling the truth, but from the husband's point of view that he's paid her already, and he has a witness. He has a witness. You don't assume the guy's a liar. He says, I paid it already. Here's a witness. So he's going to have to pay. And if she makes a shvua, he's going to have to pay it again. That's what we said. If he has one, one witness, she's going to take a shvua and collect it again. So the Gemara says that the Papa, our Papa, he can be smart. Uh, he can make her make a shvur de raisa. And what's the difference between a de raisa and a de rabbanan? Mid raisa, it's like like we see in the courts today where they got it from the Jewish uh, thing. What happened in the Torah when they made a shvur? How did they do? They put this hand on the bris, on the makam bris, because that was a dvar mitzvah. What did they have? You know, they didn't have printed texts in those days. Or, you know, they put it, yeah, where, where, where can you be? Uh, where, where can you put your hand? There's no Bible over here, right? They put your hand down under... You know, under the waist where the bris is, the makama bris, and put you know, to, to put your hand on the bris and, and make a shvur. We saw in the psukim in the Torah. So, <clears throat> number one, you swear on a chumash or on a dvar mitzvah, right? And number two, you swear by God's name or a, a, a kinoy of God's name, a nickname of God's name, and that's much more severe. A shvur drabana, it's just a shvur. I swear. You swear. I swear. No, no Bible. No uh, curses, not, not swearing in God's name, right, by the Lord. I'm just swearing. Those, those words, that's only a shvur, and not as bad. 
people are very reluctant to take. You know, we always say, I, I affirm or I confirm, right? They say, I affirm, I don't want to swear, right? I don't want to swear because there's all kinds of clothes in case you make a mistake and you, and it's not true. It's very hard to, so people don't want to make a shvua. In general, Jews avoid making a shvua. But a shvua, the rabbana that we're talking about, is not a shvua, it's not a severe. Now he, what is, from his point of view, he's paid her already, right? So he wants to impose on her a real tough shvua. So she'll think twice, she'll get scared and maybe admit that she's been paid already, right? So he would like to impose on her a shvua d'oraisa, because a shvua d'oraisa, with God's name and on a Bible or on a, on a bar mitzvah, is much more severe, much more severe, involves all kinds of klolos if she, if she, uh, if, if she, but a, a regular shvua but it's only a klolos, just like a curse, but Rashi says, but a shvua d'oraisa is a real serious matter. So he would like to impose that on her because he would like her to admit that you've been paid already. Right from his point of view, he's paid her already. Now she's going to collect it a second time. So what can he do? He can be smart. He can bring her to make a shvur deraisa. How? We just said that's only shvur drabanan because a shvur deraisa is only what to avoid to avoid payment, right? To avoid payment. But a shvur drabanan, like this, is to collect. She's trying to collect. That's a shvur drabanan. How can he impose on her shvur deraisa? Is what he does. He'll give her the two hundred. She's demanding the two hundred now, right? Again, a second time from his point of view, and. Um, and what is she going to do? She's going to make a shvua. I haven't been paid. She's going to collect it a second time without making sure the rice. So here's what he does. He takes another aid. He already has one witness that he paid her last week, right? Now he takes another witness and he pays her the 200 again, a second time, because he's going to have to pay it anyway if she swears, right? If she swears, she hasn't paid. So he gives it in front of a second aid. The sum of Sadakamas and then, then he takes both aid, the aid from last week and the aid from this week and put them together. Right, uh, uh, he puts them together with Sadabas with the second eight and the last one. And he says, wait a minute, wait. I got two Adam now, right? Right. The, the second eight saw the, that I gave the Ksuba, right, today. Now I have the first eight and the second eight. And um, and they're telling me, uh, now, okay, the second eight says he saw the Ksuba. The first eight saw him give her the Hachon hours last week. She says, that was a loan. That was a loan. You, you owe me, you know, you owe me the two hundred dollars that I gave you last week. Remember, and I have the aid. That was a loan. I have a witness that I lent you two hundred dollars. You owe me the money. And what's the halacha when aid echad to when she's caught? Now, you understand what I'm saying? The second aid that he's giving now saw him give this two hundred dollars today. Today, he knows what's going on. He knows he paid her two hundred dollars last week. But he he wants to be smart. Give her two hundred again right now in front of this witness. Right. So he gave the, the ksuba right now. And then pull out the first aid and use the first aid not to say you paid the ksuba, but to say, oh, I gave you a loan of $200 last week. Give me the money. I lent you $200 last week. She's going to say, I didn't borrow any money from you last week. I didn't make a look. Yes, sir, I have a witness over here. I have a witness over here. Says the, in other words, put, what is she going to do? She's going to say, well, then give me the ksuba. No, there's... There's two witnesses that he gave her the ksuba because you have this, the witness from last week and the witness from today, right? Saw that he gave the ksuba. I gave the ksuba in front of two witnesses. And the witness from last week, how can you combine the two witnesses? How can you combine the last one with it? They didn't, they're not testimony about the same thing. So it's a machlokus whether it works by moment. But the way Rashi learns here is that um, it's very similar. If one witness said, I saw something last week, I saw a murder take place last week. Another says, I saw a murder take today. Yeah, I saw, I saw, that's not the same thing. Yes, two witnesses have to see the same thing together. Hey, how can you two, two, how can you put together? You want to say that you put these two witnesses, 
she got the ksuba now, and you use the first guy to say the first one will, if it, she denies that she got the ksuba right now, okay, take the guy from last week and the guy from today and put them together and say she got the ksuba. And the guy from last week will say that was alone. Now, if she denies alone, that's a shvur the raisa. So he can make her make a shvur the raisa. You say, yeah, but he paid her a second time. He would have to pay her the second time anyway, because she's demanding the suba. He says, I paid it already. I have a witness. And he's going to have to pay the 200. So I'll tell you what, pay the 200 now in front of another witness. And then you got two witnesses that she got paid the ksuba used last week and this week. And, and say the last one, the one from last week was alone. Then she has to, de- to, to deny and give me back the 200. Well, she'll have to deny that. She'll have to make a ksuba the raisa. Maybe then she'll admit the whole story. Elam Rav but that doesn't work because how can you combine the witness from last week with this week? Those they saw two different things. Elam Rav Shesh, Brayderi, you know, very simple. Use two aid in today. Love looks about about Isad Akama Visad Take last week's aid and take this week's aid, right, and a new aid today, and give her the two hundred dollars now. Now there's two witnesses that she's been paid the right? You have them together. Yeah, Rosh says it doesn't have to be last week's aid and this week's aid. You can take two new aid now. He's just saying, right? Take two new aid Give give her the ksuba now in front of two aid So there's no doubt as to what took place, right? Then pull out last week's aid and say, I, I gave you a loan last week. Give me the money back. He could still say that she could still say, wait, I had two ksubas. You were very generous with me when we got married and you gave me a second ksuba. You know, maybe that was a ksuba. After all, the first guy saw he paid the two hundred. The first day, maybe saw. Yeah, that was Aksuba. Wasn't I there for Aksuba? Elam Ravashi, who demodelu. He tells him in advance. In other words, he takes the first guy. He takes the first guy who saw the Aksuba last week. He says, "Listen, you saw the Aksuba last week. You saw me give it to her, right? She's denying the whole thing, and you saw it, right? Now I'm going to give her. I'm going to teach her a lesson. I'm going to give her another Aksuba in front of two guys, you and another guy. And then when she, if she claims that last week was the Aksuba, don't help her out." Don't help her out. In other words, it's some right because then because the the argument is if she says last week's was a tuba and this week's a right? And you only have one witness on both. If there's only one witness on today and one witness on last week, she could deny them both, swear and collect the third time. Says Rashi, right? She'll collect the uh, the, the third time. Rashi says she could still say ksuba shteishos hayuli alechem b'farishin esartilcha, but farishin esartilcha I return the ksuba achas, and the second one I return the second ksuba. In other words, Rashi and, and therefore, she can collect even a third time if she so swears now. So therefore, uh, uh, therefore, uh, what he does is he tells him, look, you know what's going on. I paid her the ksuba, but she's going to deny it. So don't defend her. Don't defend her. Just say, I saw the $100. So yeah, it's true. If he wants to be, he says, no, I saw it. Give them the ksuba. You could get around it. But anyway, she's going to, she's trying to get the ksuba a second time. So that's what he says to be smart. He could bring her to a shvur daraisa by saying, by turning last week's shvur into a loan and saying that was really a loan and you got to give me back the money and I have a witness to it. So therefore you have to swear, at least scare her into that. That's what the Gemara says. And not, it won't work in all cases. If she's really smart and say, no, that was the shvur and maybe, you know, force the first aid to say what it really was. Maybe he just saw him give her $200 and he didn't know what it was. That's also possible. Okay, it depends on the circumstances. Mishnah says, if you collect from you also have to make a shvur. All these cases, if she has to go collect the ksuba from Mishnah, like if the husband sold all his property to a to a purchaser and she has to collect, she also has to make a shvur. What's the shvur that she hasn't been paid yet? Right? That Tanan uh, we learn like this in shvurs. Yisomim, Yisomim should only get paid with a shvur. Now, in other words, if Yisomim have to collect money, 
that belong to their father, an outstanding loan or whatever, they can only collect with the shvua from the uh, debtor. So now who are they collecting? They collect like from Lova. What do you mean? If the kids have an IOU, Yorsham have an IOU, that their father was the creditor. And the father, if he has an IOU, he doesn't take a shvua. I have an IOU, you owe me money. You owe me money. That's not a shvua. I have an IOU. It's written down, right? There's a star. So if the father would collect without a shvua, inu shvua, they have to make a shvua. That doesn't. If you sow them, creditors are collecting from the debtor's Yorsham, from the debtor's heirs. Since the debtor's heirs cannot make a real claim, they don't know what's going on. We're talking about little children, you sow them. So you probably have to make a shvua. What are the debtor's children saying? What are the Yorsham saying? That's only if they said, listen, uh, wh- what are they denying? I mean, if the kids come with an IOU, you just collect it, right? No, the kids are saying, our father told us that he paid it back already. I know there's a loan, but they paid it back already. That's that's when they have to make a shvua and they collect. If they, if the debtor's kids say, our father, he never borrowed anything for you. They can't even collect with the shvua. Well, wait, does it make any sense? When somebody says, I never borrowed money from you, that's as if they said, I haven't paid it back. That's a classic thing to say. Right? When you say, I never borrowed anything from you. If you say that, that's like saying, I never paid you back. This is what it means to say. What do we say? When kids come and collect from other kids, creditors' heirs are collecting from the debtors' heirs. That's only, if what are the debtors' kids saying that forces the creditors' kids to make a shvua? If the father said, no, I paid it back. That's what they said. Our father told us that he borrowed and he paid it back. If our father said, I never paid it back. Uh, in other words, if I if the kids are coming with a star, the kids have an IOU and they're coming to the debtor's kids, they can collect the money, right? But if the debtor's kids are saying, no, our father told us he paid it back already, he forgot to tear it up, whatever, he forgot to take it back, he lost his receipt, whatever, then the kids have to, the creditor's kids have to make a shvua, have to make a shvua. And what is their shvua? They swear that they haven't been paid back. The father told them they never been paid. It's no, no, there's no record of it being paid back. They have to make a shvua. But if the debtor's kids say, no, there was never any such loan, and you have a shower in front of you, the, the, the creditor's kids can collect even without a shvua. Another case the mission said, let's say the husband went overseas. He divorced her and he went overseas. She's trying, she comes to court. She says, I never got the money. Can the court go in and take his assets, right? They, they take his assets, garnish his assets in order to pay her. So the mission says, yeah, but she has to make a shvua. She has to make sure that he hasn't made, she hasn't made back. The husband's not here, he's not reachable. They didn't have cell phones, telegrams, nothing. So if he was here, he might've said, I paid her already. Uh, I just lost the receipt. But if she has the ksuba and he's not around, so she has to make a shvua and then she can collect. That was his name, Sarabi, or he's called like the, you know, the, the manager, the officer of the house. His story came like his boy that place. This is what we say you can collect from a man in, a, in absentia. He's not here. The guy went overseas, disappeared on a business trip. He hasn't been back for a couple of years. She wants to collect it. We say that you can collect in his absence because otherwise every woman is going to say, I'm not going to get married. Why should I get married? It's six worth. He'll disappear, right? He'll go somewhere else and he won't pay it back. If here, if I can collect from the court by swearing, you know, that's what I'll do, even if he travels away. So that was only by But let's say a regular IOU. A man says, I have an IOU. Yanko owes me a thousand dollars, and here's the IOU. 
He's not here. He traveled away. I need the money now. No, we don't make that case. That's what he says there. You can't do it. Only for Ksubasisha because otherwise she won't want to get married. Women won't get married if they know the husband can always avoid paying by making a business trip to Minnesota or wherever you used to go, Kurt, right? Someplace like that, right? <laughs> you could disappear. But if you're just an IOU, no. Rabbi says no. Even by whether it's a ksuba or whether it's a creditor collecting his money, if the debtor just left town, that's not an excuse. If he left town and you can get his assets, you can go to court and get his assets. Otherwise, everybody will borrow money, and then travel away. No, and nobody will want to borrow, nobody will want to lend any money. Why would I lend you money if I have no access to your assets, right? I mean, all you have to do is disappear, go out of town for a few days and I won't find you and I won't be able to collect. So therefore this rule applies either way, but you have to make a shvua. Okay, if he, if he has a collateral, let's say he doesn't have a collateral. His collateral is the property. You know, right, right. So they have a collateral. The collateral, let's say it's not. So right, if it's collateral that he could take with him to the house, then it won't be a problem. Let's say he doesn't have that. The only thing is he has a, he has a house. That's his collateral. He puts his house down as a mortgage against the loan. Now, you want to come and collect the house? Well, they say, what's the other guy say? Well, he's out of town. What are you going to do? Can the court go in and, and take his house, right? If the guy doesn't, doesn't show up, he's out of town. The answer is yes, if, if the creditor makes a sure. Otherwise, people won't want to lend money because when they lend money, the debtor will just leave town. Same thing with the Ksuba. Now, the last words in the Mishnah were on yesterday's Mishnah, actually, actually at the top line, you don't even have to turn the page if you don't have a uh, art scroll. Rabbi Shimon Omer, you can see this on the top of Pesayanam Beis. Rabbi Shimon Omer, if she's demanding, if she's claiming Ritzuba, then the Orshan can force her to swear. If she's not demanding Ritzuba, the Orshan can't force her. What case are we speaking about? There were many cases. On Pesayanam Beis, we first started talking about if a man makes his wife uh, a manager or puts in a storekeeper can always make her swear. A blood sister can even make her swear on her spindle or that she didn't take too much dough. And then we said, well, what if he writes her, uh, you don't have to make any shvuas to me. I'm not going to make make a shvua. Then you're part of what happens uh, if he dies? Can he make the kids make a shvua? Can the kids make her make a shvua? Can he make her successors or her heirs? Uh, uh, can they be made to make a shvua? All these cases were talked about. And then we said, also, if she ruins her ksuba, if, if she admits that ksuba has been partially paid, or if it's been, uh, um, if, if we said, if, if let's say, for example, uh, uh, there was an aide who said it was paid, all these cases we brought down. And then Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, if she's the man of Ksuba, then the Orshim can make her swear. If she's not the man of Ksuba, what case is Rabbi Shimon talking about? It's not clear from the words of Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara now says a few lines from the bottom of Peches and Manal. Rabbi Shimon, which case is he going on? He's going on this case. The case we just said. She's paid. Let's say he's not around. He went overseas, right? He owes her the ksuba, divorced her, and left town. Now, she can get paid even in absentia. He's not here uh, as long as she makes a shvua. So that's what the Tanakam said. What is she demanding now when he went out of town? He went out of town. Well, if she's not getting remarried and she's not demanding her ksuba yet, she's just wanting maintenance. So she has to swear that he didn't leave me any he didn't leave me any petty cash to buy food. I right? didn't leave me anything. Or also for Aksuba. Let's say she demands Aksuba now because he's divorced her. And um, right, if, if she wants Aksuba for the Aksuba or for Mazonas, whichever the claim is, she has to make a Shvua. If she's claiming Aksuba, then they can make her make a Shvua. In other words, the Tanakama says, if you went overseas, whatever she's collecting, 
uh, she has to collect with a with a with a, uh, with a, uh, a, a an oath, a shvua. Uh, Reb Shimon says no. Only if she's the man of ksuba, then the orsha can make her swear. Ain't at the bas ksubur at the top of peshesam days now. Oh, your shab, your shab, right? Yeah. What are the orshim doing here, right? That's what Mor's going to ask that kasha. Good, good, good. What, what are we talking about, Yarshim? He's alive. He's overseas, right? You caught it. You caught it. Good, good catch. Good catch, Michael. That's a good catch. Good. Mor's going to ask that. So Yarshim, uh, this finik we have to fear, like to see what the Gemara says. Ain't a ksubasa. If she's not the man, she's not claiming ksuba. And Yarshim Ashmiyosa. And what's the machlokas between Tanakam and Shimon? There's a machlokas between Hanan also Tan and Benekarim Kedam. What's the what's the case there? The Tanan Mishal Nisiyam man went overseas. The Ishto Tavas Mizonos. He went overseas, and she wants Mizonos, right? Meaning she's uh, still married. Let's say, right? Hanan Omer Tishba Besof Lo Tishba Betchilav. If she's if she's demanding her Ksuba because they're divorced, Tishba Besof. If she if she let's say is widowed or divorced and she wants a Ksuba. Then she has to swear that you know he hasn't paid her already, that she doesn't have money in hand for the ksuba. Only then. But if Khan says she's not divorced or widowed yet, she just wants mazona, she wants food, she wants money for the food. So Hanan says you swear at the end only if she's divorced and blaming ksuba, not at the beginning. You know, it's only if she wants ksuba, she's married ksuba, then she has to swear. But if she only wants mazona, she doesn't have to swear for that. She's still married. Argue with Hanan, but Amru, it's a strange thing. Hanan is a Tana and Ben Ekan called. No, whatever she demands, she has to make a shvu. He's overseas, whether he's just she just wants food, she's still married, or or she's maybe recently divorced, but she's not the man of Gutsubi yet. She just wants uh, maintenance, uh, support, uh, whether she wants that or she wants her Ksuba, she widowed or divorced. Either way, she has to make a shvu. Rab Shimon goes like Hanan. Uh, Kanana says what? That if she's only demanding Mizonos, she's not demanding Ksuba, she doesn't have to make a Shvua. Rabbi Shimon is Mekalov here, right? The Tanakama says, if she went overseas, if the guy went overseas and she wants anything, money, uh, Mizonos, she wants food or she wants her Ksuba, you have to make a Shvua. That's what he said, because he's not, it's an absentia. <coughs> she can collect with, with a Shvua. Rabbi Shimon is Mekalov, he says, no, it's only if she demands her Ksuba. She wants food, she doesn't have to. So Rabbi Shimon goes like Hanan and Rabboni Kadekar Mekalov. Okay, that's maybe what the mission is speaking about, but we have Michael's question. Master of Shesh is how your Shemesh Bianosa. What do you mean, your Shemesh Bianosa? What are the Orshim doing over here? We're talking about a guy who went overseas. He's not dead. He's just he's just not here. So there's a Shiloh. Does she have to make a Shvua on anything that she collects, or only, or Shimon says, only if she wants her Ksuba? Uh, but what are you talking about the Orshim for? Bez must be in Osami She comes to court. There's no Yorshim. He's not dead yet, so that doesn't make sense. So that's not what Shimon is speaking about. Elam, Rav Shesh is, aha. Where is Rapshesh's being makel and say only if she wants to sue him? On this case, where, what happened? He made her, what do we say? He made her, um, uh, the husband had, let's say, appointed her to be the apitropus while they were married, right? To, to run, run the household, run the business. Now her husband died and she went straight from the funeral. Basically, she went home to her father's house where she has no access to the children's, to the Yorsham's uh, assets. Or she went to her father-in-law's house, and she went back to her home. But she didn't become an apitropi. She doesn't. She's not handling the kids' business anymore. Because now, when as soon as it die, as soon as he dies, the business, all the money goes to the children, and she didn't. She wasn't in charge. And the so they can't make her swear. The Nasa's a petrupa, but if she be, if she wasn't a petrupa, then They can make her swear on on go, going forward because now the husband had said. 
you don't have to make any shvuas to me, right? I, I absolve you of any shvuas. You don't have to swear to me. But the kids now are in charge and going forward, uh, they can make her swear because she's running their business. She's running the business. They must be in Osama Shavavich. They can't make her swear on what took place before when the husband was alive because the husband had appointed the Apitropa and he trusted her. And he said, I'm never going to make you make a shvua. That's what the Tanakhama said. Again, the case of that case we said in the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah said, if she went to her father's house, right? that's the bottom of Pebub and Bez, that Mishnah. And uh, Rabbi Shimon comes along to say now, he's arguing on that part. Rabbi Shimon calls man, she does, if she's manning her ksuba, then Yorshimash Bianosa, they can make a swan. Ain't of us ksuba, but if she's not the man in ksuba, ain't Yorshimash Bianosa, they can't make her swear, even though she is the apotropist for them now. But if she's not the man in ksuba, since the husband had said, you never have to make a shvua, even when he's gone and she's working out for the ocean, they can't make a shvua, he's being makel. Look, I'm if we look to Davishol, Rabban, and they're arguing and following Machlokes. Listen to this Machlokes. It's not. Apitropis Shemino Who appointed this Apitropis? If he was appointed by the father, then he has to be, uh, the person has to swear. Because otherwise, you know, we, we don't know if he's if he's trustworthy or not. He was appointed by the father. Minu Bezdin Lo Yishba. If he was appointed by the Bezdin, he shouldn't because who wants to be a, a court appointed, uh, you know, a guardian? And then he has to make a shvua. He doesn't want to do that. So people won't want to be a guardian. They won't be, they won't accept the appointment from the court. Presumably from the husband or the father over here, uh, he would accept it because why is he accepting? Because he's a friend of the family. The father had done favors for him. So so he if his father, if, if, if this man now had appointed this guy to be the guardian, the guardian is, accepts the task, even though he left to make a shvua. That's what the Tanakhama says over here. You know, like a shvua, because probably. The guy did him favor, so he'll do them a favor. Abishal says, the other way around. Even if he was appointed by a court, he has to be made to swear, even though people don't want to swear. But the covet of being appointed, you know, uh, Mazuz, they're talking about, you know, you're going to be the, the judge to, uh, to, you know, to, to rule on this case with the, uh, with the Ramatal and all that. You know, the covet of being appointed uh, by the court to being appointed a guardian or a judge, that covet alone, he'll take it, even if he has to swear. But uh, if he was pointed by the father, why well, he doesn't want to swear. Otherwise, if you make him swear, he won't want to take the job. That's what Abishol says. Rabbi Shimon goes like Abishol. Since over here, the, the, the court, had a, the father had appointed her, right? The father had appointed her to be the guardian. If, if she's the guardian, even post-mortem afterwards, if she's not demanding the civil, she doesn't have to swear. Said in the Mishnah that... If the father dies and now the, she's the guardian for the children, the children can force her to swear in the future, just not on the past, because the father had absolved her of the shvu in the past. But on future, yes, Abishol says, no, if she's not the man in her you can't make her swear, because uh, that's the whole idea. It goes like Abishol said that if the father appointed her, obviously someone appointed her, shouldn't swear, otherwise nobody will want the job. I don't want the job, you're going to make me swear. So Rabbi Shimon goes like Abishol and Rabbana goes like Rabbana. So maybe that's what Rav Shimon is going on in this case, where the father absolved of Shuas, and then he died, and she was an apitrubis for the children. So the Tanakhama said, yeah, she has to swear on anything. The children can make us swear anything in the future. Comes along, Rav says, no, 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 no. That's only if she's a man in Ruxuba. Otherwise not. Moscow Abai, this still doesn't work in Tulashan. The Tanakhama is saying she always has to make a shvua to the kids on going on the future. Rabbi Shimon is being made. He says, no, it's only if she's the man in Ksuba. So it shouldn't say Kozman as long as she's the man. It should say Imtavas Ksuba. Take a look at Rashi up even with Agol Sabach. 
with a Gaz Bachzer, Hai Kosman just bitmiya. However, Shimulakula, what's this Kosman going on in Rashi? Imtobas Kzibula, Abu Kosman Nashma, the Shamatanakama the Potterle, the Tanakama says Potter from Mishwa, a field to Vas Ksuba, Bamala Iu, and if Shim comes out, Kosman should ask Ksuba, she has to do it. If he's being makely, he should say no. This that you say that she has to make a shvur to the chum, that's only if she's demand, if she's demanding the tzuba, then she has to. Otherwise, they don't have to. The Lushen of Kozman doesn't work as well. And again, if you look at the top of Pezayin of Beis, Rabbi Shimon said, Kozman, she kibaz ksuba osa, yoshma In other words, mashma, you're, that you are being mekel, and, and, and he's coming along to say, now you're, you're, that your Kozman, she kibaz ksuba, that the Tanakama is saying, uh, Kozman's mashma, the Shaman Tanakama, they says, you're part of Meshvur, I feel like Sibba, and he says, no, Kozman, she's demanding Sibba, you can't pot her. If Rav Shim is being makely, she should say, Im. if she demands Sibba, then you have to swear, otherwise you don't have to. So he's going, so therefore, this also doesn't work out well that Rav Shim is going on that case of swearing post-mortem. Mama, Kozman, she's back in the morning. What is Rav Shim going on? We're going on again on the Mishnah, um, on Pevav and Beis. Kosov letter, he wrote her, listen, Neder I'm never going to make you make a shvua, a neder or a shvua, an oath or a vow, whatever, a vow or an oath, whatever you want to call it in English. Neder is on the item, shvua is on herself. Ain't Yacholish B, you can't make a swear. If he says, like I said, let's say he says, Neder Shwar, Ainli, Velola, Yarshai, Velabamishase. Not only won't I make you swear, I won't make my Yarshim swear. They can't make you swear. Velola, Bamishase, and any of my successors, anybody I sell this to, Alecha, I won't make you swear. Val Yarshecha and your heirs, Val Bamshecha and your successors. Then in Yochalashbia, he can't make a swear. Lohu, he can't make a swear. Loyoshim, not his heirs. Loyoshim, not his successors. Can't make any of them swear. Not only can't they make her swear, not only her lohi, but Loyoshim, not her six, not her heirs. Loyoshim, not only comes in her in their stead, any of her successors. That's what Tanakhama said. Right? As long as she demands her ksuba, Yorshim could make her swear. Even though the father said, I won't make you swear. My Yorshim won't make you swear. My successors will not make you swear. Not you, not your Yorshim. If Shimon disagrees, he says, no. The rule is when you're demanding some from, from Yorshim, you have to make a ksuba. That's the rule, no matter what he said. Those are the same, but Kozman, right? The, the, the rabbis were, the Tanakhama was more makel. He says, no, Kozman, if she's demanding a ksuba, Yorshim has been also. But ben Rabbanan, we had this machlokis yesterday, on yesterday's daf. That Rabbanan says, yeah, she shouldn't have to make a shvua. Uh, she doesn't have to make a shvua since he promised her. But what can I say that the rabbi said, when you collect from, uh, that when you're collecting from Yoshim, you have to make a shvua. That Rabbanan says, you have to make a shvua anyway. And the Rabbanan say, you don't. Rabbanan goes like Rabbanan says, despite the fact that he told her, I won't make you make a shvua, you collect from Yoshim, you have to make a shvua. Rabbanan, Rabbanan. And the rabbi and the rabbi says, no, if he absolved her, he absolved her. Rashi says, uh, Rashi says uh, about halfway down, if she's collecting from the Yisomim, you have to make a swear of Shaul. The Amaleo, Abu Masa, Shari Amu Chachamim, the Chamsa, Abali from the Yisomim, you should only collect the Shmuel no matter what he said. No matter what stipulation he made, the rabbi said you have to collect. Maskil or a papa, Four lines from the bottom of the page in the Gemara. Paten of Kozman Shetavas Ksubasa. Look at the words again on the top of Pezayin and Beis. Rav Shimon Omer. Kozman Shetavas Ksubasa. Yashmar Shbiyanos. Okay, we understand now what he said. We're fine. That what happened? You said that uh, if he absolved her, then the Kishvur of Shimon says no. If she's demanding from the Yarshim, Kozman Shetavas Ksubasa. Hayyarshmar Shbiyanos. That makes the words Yarshim right. Like from the Yarshim, 
he he can't make her make a shvur. The husband himself, if he's still around, but if he died and she's like the somim, she has to make a a, 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 a shvur no matter what. What did he have those words for? She's not demanding suba, If she's not demanding of then the Yorshim can't make her swear. What is that? What was that necessary for? He's arguing only the first part. The Chacham said, if you absolve her with suba of a shvua, she's always absolved. Shimon says, no, if you're collecting these somim, no matter what he said, you have to make a shvua. What is this business about the last? What are those last lines for? I understand that if she's demanding suba, you have to, the, the Yorshim can make her swear. You can't collect the Yorshim unless you make a shvua. But what are those last words for? If she's not demanding the Ksuba, then what? Then any Yosh Mash Bianosa. What is that for? Any Yosh Mash What are Blesser and the Chachamim say on Pevav and Beis? They said, if you make your wife an Apotropis, you can make her make a Shvur. Just like any other Apotropis or any other Ashutta. If, if you have a partner, you can always make him swear because can't trust the partner, right? Can't trust the partner. Can't trust the opportunity. You're going to make him swear. But Blaz says, you can even make a swear that she didn't take a little extra roll from the kitchen, a little piece of bread, right, on the dough or on a spindle. So they say, you can always make a swear. Comes along with Shimon to say, no. Shimon says, you know what? If she's not the man of Suba, the Orsha can't be, nobody can, you can't make him swear at all. He's arguing with the whole thing. The Klomer, Lo Tamer says, Rashi, Lo Tamer says, Rashi, even even if you wrote her, I'm not going to make you make a shvua. I'm absolving you of the shvua. You can still make a swear. Right? But if she's not the man of in general, Bala, a man made a man made his wife a ksuba. What do Rabbi Lazar Macham say? You made your wife an apitrup. You made your wife a guardian, a, a running the business, a shopkeeper. You can always make her swear. No, if he didn't demand a ksuba, you can't make it. If you you have to trust your wife. If you made your wife the uh, the guardian or the uh, shopkeeper, you can't make her make a swear at all. That's what Rabbi Shimon is saying. Two things: think if she's demanding a ksuba, even though you absolved her, the yorshim, if you exact from the yorshim, you have to make a swear to the yorshim. You can't get around that. If she's not demanding so you can't even make her make a shvur in general if you made her up a purpose or whatever. Says the Mishnah. I'll see you getting some. Now, when, when you talk about making a demanding, what happens? She has a she got a divorce. Talking about not a not a death. She she comes with a divorce document, the rid of the get, and she has a ksuba. Either one proves that she's divorced and she should have a ksuba. Even if she didn't have a ksuba, we talked about many cases where they didn't write a ksuba because that minig was you just went with the it's an act of the court. You always have to get every woman is entitled to a ksuba, whether she has it written down or not, she's not a ksuba. So sometimes she would collect ksuba just with her get. I don't have the ksuba, but I have a get. She should collect with that. Let's say I would see a get then and she doesn't have the ksuba. Go with ksubasa, she can collect the ksuba with that, even though she doesn't have the star, right? Rashi says, we're assuming if she says, I lost the ksuba, but I have the get. That's why today when they give a get, what do they do? They tear it up right away and give her a receipt that, that you know, she got to get a, a, you know, proof that she got to get so she's able to get remarried somewhere else, right? But you don't hold on to the get for a number of reasons. It's a dangerous thing. Somebody else could use it. You know, she might collect the ksuba. Okay, ksuba, let's say she has the ksuba, she doesn't have to get. She has the ksuba, but she doesn't have to get. And she, she says, she says, I lost the get. Who am I? No, 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 no. You collected the ksuba with your get. And we tore up the get. And I had a receipt that I paid because you said at the time you lost your ksuba and I, I lost my receipt. 
Let's say Balchov has, has, has an IOU, right now, right? Today, right after Shemitah was over, right? The guy says, guy comes to me and says, I have an IOU, here's an IOU. He says, ah, no problem. We just had Shemitah. The, IOU, the, the loan is canceled, right, by Shemitah. Well, I had a prusbal. Where's the prusbal? Do you guys all have the prusbal that we signed last week? Does everybody have it? I lost, I don't have my prusbal, right? Guy Bachov says, I, here's the IOU, I don't have a prusbal. The Tanakhama says you can't pay them. The guy has a little bit of a claim. Where's your ksuba? Where's your where's the prusbal? Shmuel says, after the 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 Goyim prohibited us to have documents, Jewish documents like a prusbal or anything like that, like a, like a get, the Eilach Isha goes ksuba so she can collect the ksuba without a get. Just has the ksuba with even without a get because he can't keep a get because if you see a get, the the Goyim would hurt them with with uh, would you know would uh, you know would, would hurt would hurt the Jews. Because you had a get, you shouldn't use a get. You should only go by their their laws. You don't want to see principles around because the guy would, would fight with you and he'd give you a problem. So therefore, a Baal can collect without a principle, assuming that the guy had a principle, and she can collect her says Shimulil, she can collect her ksuba without a get. Now, if she has the ksuba, where's the get? That's how it works. That uh, you know, when or when the guy were 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 uh, empowered over us and we had no choice. Then you can collect the ksuba even without a guess. So tomorrow we'll talk about these cases in Mitzvah tomorrow. Tomorrow again at five twenty, uh, at five o'clock. Excuse me, at five o'clock. And mentioned by uh, Arab and Kipper, we'll see. Maybe we'll do that. But we'll go back to five twenty. We'll just see how far we get tomorrow. Have a good day. Shavuot tov. Marcimito. Shavuot.